Welcome back. Thank you. <sighs> Thanks, guys. You guys really like... Okay, we keep doing this. We keep clapping. <laughs> yep. Man, that's a man breathe already. Thank you. Yeah, um, thank you for that nice applause. That was a that was really I I got one before but this is the second time you guys applauded for me like that and then you know what I'll tell you one thing it's not going to get old. That's really cool. Um we got my buddy on the show today. Say what's up, Nabo. What's going on, guys? You're not going to get applaud like I did. I'll tell you that right now. No, they didn't even know you're on the podcast yet. But this, <laughs> so this is the thing. Um you listened to the last episode, and I don't want to dive into it again. As far as that, it was one. It, as far as views wise, my views and how much money I got paid off of it, um, it was really successful. Like three times, four times, successful. Right, it was enough to buy you a new Prius. <laughs> yeah, pre- I got I got a new Prius for her, so thank you for the views. Paid <laughs> <Hey>, cash. <laughs> I I did, but it's a um, it's a use. Um, Prius, but it's brand used to me, and I like it. Low mileage. It's this um, uh, it's a really nice car, bro. You, you know me. Prius is always been my dream car. I always told, I always said that, right? It's my dream car. I think that's amazing because most people's dream cars is like fucking Bugattis, Lamborghinis, all those stupid ass cars. But yours was simple and clean. Like you're saving the planet. You're amazing. Uh, and you know what? Not not all heroes wear capes. Some. <laughs> Some drive Prius, and that is me. I just like it, bro. It's low key. You don't get looked at by anybody, not even girls. <laughs> they don't look at you either. So it's very I'm definitely, definitely ain't pulling you over. Yeah, it's su- it's super cool. It's something um, it's nice, bro. I'm all about my, I'm all about the MPG. You know, miles per gallon, and I'm getting like 55 out of it right now. So it's kind of cool. Um, yeah. So we're trying to get novel onto the Friday shows. He's always busy, but we found a way where. Right now, um, you're probably not even in, in the area. Where are you at now? Are you flying somewhere? Or what's going on with you? I literally just got to Seattle. Seattle. I just, yeah. That's called no. um. That's called the Emerald City, right? Sure. I have no clue. That they, they do call it the Emerald City. I'm just, you know, it's. I've been there. I've been there a few times. I went to the first Starbucks over there. I've been to the Gum Wall, which is um, it's stupid. It's a wall with Pretty gum on disgusting. it. It's very disgusting. In Seattle, there is literally nothing to do. It's a great scenery. It's all green, and the coolest thing they have there besides um, was it um the needle place, Space Needle? Is that was called Space Needle. Space yeah. Needle is that little troll under the bridge. That's kind of cool. And the most famous thing they had to eat over there is called Dicks. It's a hamburger spot. <laughs> have you have have you been there, Novel or Dicks? I have not. So there's a place. It's a franchise over there. It's really big. They're they're like everywhere in every corner. It's called Dick's. It's a hamburger place, but the hamburgers are pre-made, and you can't tell them. Like, say you don't want no mayo on it or tomatoes. It it comes how it is. You can't have it your way. It's not Burger King. So I got disappointed because they put like tomato and mayo on it, and I was like, I don't want this. Oh, we don't. This is the only way we make it. So I was kind of disappointed, and it was kind of stupid. Yeah. So like you're just getting dicks, all right? <laughs> you're getting this dick, and that's it. Yeah. Eat his dick. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I, I, I like I said, I, do, I really don't want to talk about the last episode. I, I, I don't want to be that person. This is me talking. I don't want to be that person that talks so much 
about my relationship status because you see those people on Instagram and social media where they fight with their chick or they break up with their chick or, you know, mostly girls do it, but guys do it too. And then the next week they're back with each other and you you look like a jackass. So I don't want to talk so much about it just because I don't want to be that person who puts their own foot in their mouth because I look silly. So, yeah. So did, did you, did you listen to the episode? Did you like it? I did. I actually, um, I thought it was your best episode yet. Um, I loved it all. Um, shit. As far as what happened, you know, uh, you know, I, you and I are a little bit more personal than, than how you are on the podcast. So I know a little bit more into the story than your average listener. Uh So, you know, I, I know how you're afraid to get your heart broken. I know how, how you make excuses sometimes and you'll you'll push yourself away from something that's great just so you don't get hurt again so you know i i, I can leave it at that you know but i did love the episode it was more i i think what you're saying and it's 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 funny that you you do say that because we have i go to a bible study every wednesday and after the bible study cuz the bible study is nothing but my family and friends you know people that know me pretty well and after the Bible study, it wasn't really Bible study. I felt like it was more of an intervention for me. People were talking about the about the about the podcast episode, and they were saying the exact same thing you were saying. They were pretty much saying it's a defense mechanism for me, for me not to get hurt. So like I'll I'll create create a problem that's not really there, and I'll say oh, and I'll just say that's why I don't want to be with this person, and I'll just and that's my excuse to walk away, kind of. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, that's what um, that's what everybody was saying at the at the Bible study. It was kind of funny, but yeah, bro. So I know. So what are you doing in Seattle? Working. I got. I, I built up a clientele out here. I talked to um, one of the coaches at UW, one of the football coaches. So he always flies me out here once a month to come take care of him, his family, and all the other clientele I got out here. And a lot of people don't know that. As far as, because we do have a big Street Scholar following that listen to Nashville, but we also have a, a big following and don't listen to Street Scholars that listen only in Nashville. But a lot of people don't know that's why you're not pretty much on the table anymore because you are traveling a lot. You are traveling a lot and you feel like you can't give it like your 100. I mean, you give it 100 as much as you can, but only like pretty much when you're in town, right? So that's why you're not on the table? Yeah. So I, I wanted to give the opportunity to the people that, can give their all and right now we, our, our panel i believe is the best panel ever it's um it's really good and i think the last three episodes i'm not even on the table i'll do the opening for the topics but as far as being interviewing a guest i'm not this is my thing with the whole street scholar and this is why i love nashville nashville it's just me usually talking and nobody could debate or argue with me i'm always right on nashville you know i'm always right and as far as and me and you were talking about it, as far as street scholars goes, street scholars is about interviewing people. Like you gotta, you know, you have to know how to interview a guest. And my thing is, I always felt like I don't, I never been into asking people questions. I'm so busy talking about myself, and so I don't know how to, cause I don't care. Not that I don't care about people's lives. I care about mine a little bit more. I'm more interested in what I have to say than what you have to say. So as far as being ready for an interview, like 
I don't know how to ask questions for, I'm not a good interviewer. I could do a podcast all day and talk because that's all I do is talk. And I talk about myself all day. I'm good at that. As far as acting like I'm interested in somebody else's life, it's kind of weird. So a lot of times I will sit back in an interview and let G Money lazy and Amber's kind of take over. And you're kind of the same way because you're more, not that you're private, but you don't like, like you wouldn't, you will never talk about the stuff that I talk about as far as Nashville and being personal as far as that. Oh, absolutely not. You know, someone needs help with any situation that I've been through, I can help them. But as far as putting my life on, on the line, not on the line, but out there like that, that's just not me. That's the whole reason you and I started a podcast so we could talk more shit than anything. Yeah, a and lot, a lot shit, of people don't know that. Get this far, and it did. A lot of people don't know why me and you created Street Scout. Do you want to give people a little, a little reason why we started our little, little story? Well, one, our conversations were always like this. We talk to each other damn near every day on the phone, going about like just issues that are going on in the world. A lot of political issues, a lot of religious issues, a lot of stuff that we don't talk about on the podcast, but. You and I would just get into really deep conversations and then we would post shit most of the time on our stories. And then people would be like, yo, you guys need to start a podcast because we just don't give a shit. You know, we don't have a filter. Our podcast was never about having a filter. It's more of like a show now than an actual podcast. So, I mean, it's turned out to be a great show. I mean, I fucking love it. People don't know that I'm, I'm behind the scenes, but I'm still there. You know, you might not see me, but I'm there always. Yeah, it's definitely something. Um, So me now decided to do Street Scholars. And Street Scholars name came from, I was always in the clothing business. Uh, I, I used to have a clothing store and so on. And I used to have my own brand. And I sold my brand. Um, Street Scholars was a name I always had. But I wanted to use it for a, a clothing brand. But as far as like the whole, the way it is these days to have a clothing brand, it's there's no money involved in it. It's just something just... So I always had that name like in a back burner. So when we decided, I go, this we could use this name. And I already had, we you know, had an idea how the font should be and so on. So when we got that, me and Novel pretty much went to Guitar Center, got what we needed to get, went to our boy Wacko, showed, showed us how to use it. And we recorded that day. And um, the first episode, we, the first season was only on um, SoundCloud, a matter of fact. You can't even find it right now. We hit like a couple thousand off the bat, I think a thousand or two thousand, and for and a for a podcast, that's really good. Like for a podcast, that's really good. So we said, okay, we got something here. Like we got something, and little by little, you know, we learned as we went because nobody showed us how to do a show. And now, like the show, as far as Street Scholar goes. I don't even consider a podcast. None of us do. It's not a podcast anymore. It's more of a talk show. It definitely yes. is. Like Nashville, this is what we're doing right now. That's a podcast, you know. But with that being said, we'll take a small commercial break and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by... Are you tired of going to the mall and seeing nothing but skinny jeans and silky shirts? Do you want to dress like a man again? Well, go to TripleOGBrand.com. There you'll find some cool shirts, shorts, sweats, even bandanas. Stop being lame and start dressing lame. Go to TripleOGBrand.com. And 
and we are back. So that's a little bit of thing about how street cars got started and so on and so on. I mean, those of you have been listening since season one, episode episode one, like we thank you. It's it's amazing. Um, I got oh, a, big time! Thank you. Got a Prius, so thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. But a lot of people right now, a lot of people, a lot of my friends are getting um the vaccine. They're getting um. What would you say? Vaccinated? That's not the right word. Vaccinated? Whatever. Yeah, vaccinated. Okay. Yeah. They're getting that. And some people are saying the arm hurts for a day, which is a big deal. It's not a big deal because it's a shot. But some people are saying they're getting a fever for one day. Um, You know me. I had to, I, I did have to, I had coronavirus for a little bit. Um, Not a little bit, for like three weeks or whatever. Um, Are you for or against the whole vaccine thing? You know what? At the beginning, I was, um, I was against it. I was against the vaccine. I'm thinking, how the fuck are they going to come out with a vaccine? They don't have a, they don't have a cure for AIDS. They don't have a cure for cancer. They don't have a cure for fucking. But they do. Cold. But they how do. How the fuck are they going to have a cure for the fucking, um, the COVID nineteen bullshit, right? But then I, I'm, I'm going. My, my mom has heart complications, right? My mom needs open heart surgery. Literally at the end of this month, she's wow. looking to get her surgery done. Um. I'm around so many people. I never, I never quit. I never stopped. I think the longest I stayed in my house was 18 hours. Yeah, you guys can hate me for that, but I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're not buying my Prius, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, anyways, um, but I told her I was like, "Look, mom, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't." Because if my mom gets COVID, I don't think her heart's strong enough to take it. Yeah. You alone were you thought you were gonna die. Yeah. And you're young and healthy. Thank you. So my mom, different story. So I, t- I told her, like, Ma, just just get the vaccine. You know, what's the worst that can happen? She got the vaccine. Absolutely nothing happened. She's like, I was a little sleepy. That's it. Yeah. You know what I think it is? I think it's the younger generation that it's fucking up more than the older generation. I don't know what these people were eating or drinking back in the day, but my mom and about 10 of her friends got it all at the same time. And none of them had anything bad happen to them. Maybe their arm was a little sore, and I by a little sore I mean like just a little sore, like from a. Did they take the Pfizer or was it a Johnson and Johnson one? Do you know? Uh, they got the Pfizer shot. Okay, okay. As far as this, I mean that's that's cool, but like, even if you're for it or against it, I just feel like you can't be mad at somebody for either or. Like if you're if you're not, if you're not for it, I'm not gonna be mad. You oh you're not you're not into the vaccine. Fuck, I don't like it's it's to each his own kind of deal. Right. Exactly. I just I feel like if they're gonna make my son take it to go back to school type of deal, I'm gonna take it because I want to take what my son's taking. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And I rather take it first to see what's going on before my son takes it. I rather take it before my son. Like, go, well, let me take it first. And see what's going on. And from what I, I from what I heard, we're hearing really good things about it. But we also have to remember we're hearing good things about it through the media, through social media. And you know who controls the social media and the regular media in the news outlet. So let's not be that own this shit. <laughs> exactly. So let's be careful who our sources are from. Get it from your friends. Don't get it off the news. Get it off the off your friends that took the shots. And I, I know people that took the shot, and everybody's fine and a okay with it. So it's fine. I know you don't want to take it, but what if? And I'm hearing things, and it could just be rumors. But what if they're saying that you can't fly and get on an airplane anymore without that vaccine shot, and you travel a lot? Are you gonna take it for 
for your your work. I mean, yeah. Fuck it. What's it doing? Like, like people, people ain't really. They're not dropping dead. Yeah. After getting it, you know, they they get little symptoms. And as far <laughs> and as as far as you said with like the whole AIDS cancer and all that, me. I'm not a consp I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist, whatever you want to call it, but I think there's cures for that already. I think they always had cures for it. I think any kind of man made, not that cancer is man made, I don't know if it is or not, but as far as a man made like AIDS, HIV, I think they have the cure when they make it. You know, you don't make you don't make it without having a cure just in uh, just in case. Our government is exactly. not that our government is not that stupid to make a man made virus so without having a cure for it. Yeah, because what if they get it? There's no cure yes. for it, you know? So that's so. what I think. I mean, it, like I said, I don't want to get into the whole conspiracy. conspiracy. We're going to take a small commercial break. This episode is brought to you by... I have a lot of friends who are self-employed. Tattoo artists, barbers, hairstylists, makeup artists, even OnlyFans. You still got to do your taxes, so hit up Jessica Anderson. Do them right. Jessica Anderson's been in the game for over a decade at Belmont Tax Services. Get more bang for your buck. Do your taxes. Get your money right. Hit up 562-686-8125. I repeat, 562-686-8125. Ask for Jessica Anderson. Tell her Rocky Nass sent you. Late. Speaking of vaccinations, um, getting checked up on, and so on and so on, I do want to dive into getting checked up with STDs. I know it's a weird conversation. A lot of people don't want to talk about it, but I get checked up and Planned Parenthood and I know novel. I know you do as well. Every time I go to Planned Parenthood, it's 99.9% of girls in a waiting area, either getting birth control or whatever they're doing. They say that girls get checked up more than guys. They say guys never, ever get checked up on. And that's a problem. So one time, so usually when I go there, you take a piss test. If you want to take the HIV test, it's a different test. But usually like a a basic test, it's just a it's a piss test. You pee in a cup and you're pretty much gone. And if they don't call you within a week, two weeks max, that means you're good. If they do call you, then you got a motherfucking problem. So after you take the test, the following week, it's really anxiety. It really is. It's stressful. Um, it's just paranoia, all that above, like, please don't call me, please don't call me, please don't call me. But I do want to tell you a story about one time that I, I went, well, first, let me get back to how it started. I went on a two day, three day trip to Las Vegas with some stripper chick. She was a pretty ass chick and we just had a really good time over there. And when they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, um, that doesn't include STDs or something like that. So when I got back from that amazing trip, it kind of, and I'm, go, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, it kind of burned when I peed. It did. Fire, I had dragon dick. Fire, fire. That's what it felt like. Fire, fire. So I got anxiety. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, so you go to WebMD. And let me say one thing right now. What? Ever you do, never, ever, 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 ever go on WebMD. 
Because anything you type in WebMD, you're going to die. You have cancer. It's something bad. WebMD, fuck that place. Don't ever Google that shit. Don't, just don't go on the internet for your symptoms. It's scary. Trust me. So when I get back from Vegas, I go to Planned Parenthood. And the thing about Planned Parenthood, when you walk in the waiting room, it's all chicks. And it's kind of nerve-wracking. Like, you're, I'm like, it's, I'm the, every time I go, I'm the only fucking guy there. So all these chicks are all looking at you. Like, they're on their phones and they pick their head up. They're looking at, oh, like, and you know, for girls, when girls go, they can just say, oh, I'm getting birth control. That's their excuse to be there. Even if they have, like, chlamydia or gonorrhea or any kind of STD, they don't have to say it because they can just say, I'm here for birth control. That's their excuse. Cool. For a guy to get go there, there's really no birth control that we take. So when we walk in, bitches are looking at you like, what does this motherfucker have? That's what they're thinking right away. That's what they're thinking. What does this fool have? Why is he here? So Planned Parenthood has a thing. When you go there, you go straight in line. Like you skip ahead of everybody. And they take they literally take you to the back automatically if you're a guy and you're a male you do not have to wait they take care of you right away i encourage everybody especially males because they say males are the ones that don't get tested and they need to we all need to so if you go to planned parenthood they will take care of you so anyways let me get back to my situation so i tell them my symptoms really no symptom it just burned one time when i peed and i just i I panicked and it was probably like, I'll get to that story later. So I go and they gave me two pills and that's it. I think they're pills for like chlamydia or some shit like that. I take the two pills. I've been there before. I've been there many times, not many times, but I do get a checkup. Like I'm the type of person and I know you are too novel where if you have unprotected sex with somebody and a lot of homies are like this, even girls, I would imagine you get anxiety super anxiety after you have unprotected sex you're like thinking where the fuck has this chick been stupid asshole does she sleep with everybody with no condoms you start panicking you start overthinking you go on the profile and see what guys like it just i i, I know i'm not the only one that thinks like that like oh my god i having like anytime i have unprotected sex i get super anxiety and i need to get checked up and it's a whole big movie and it's fucking nerve-wracking and i hate it I can't stand it. A thing about having condom sex, yeah, it don't feel as good, obviously. But after, it feels really good. Like, cool. Like, you feel so good. Like, okay, cool. I wore a condom. It was amazing. So it does make you feel a little bit better. Like I said, I didn't have anything. So they take me to the back room. And they never done this before. This is weird. And I think the chicks were fucking with me. The nurse, the, I don't even think they're real nurses. They're like nurse assistants or they went to one of those like those Northwest schools, like a fake school. You know, like those cholas, they go to these schools. So yeah, a bunch of cholas work there at Planned Parenthood. You know, like a dental assistant, shit like that. So they sit me on one of those stupid beds and then lay me down on that stupid paper. It's like pickle paper, whatever it is. Pastrami paper. It makes all that noise. So I'm laying down there, and they get those popsicles. You know the ice cream popsicle sticks, those wooden sticks? So it's only one girl in there right now. So she lays down. I mean, I'm laying down. 
she gets the popsicle stick and lifts my penis up. She lifts it up, checking. And first of all, there is no bumps. There is no like color, whatever the fuck. Like it's a really nice penis. I didn't say anything wrong with my penis. I just said it burned one time when I peed. So I don't know why they're doing this. Why she's doing all this big old movie about lifting my penis up with the popsicle stick. Like, what are you doing? And she goes, hold on, I'll be back. I'm like, what the fuck? So my pants, my pants are to my ankles laying on the bed. Like, it's weird. It's just, it's weird. Super weird. She comes in with one of her friends, co-workers. Her co-worker grabs a popsicle stick. Now they both have my penis up. Like, they're lifting my penis up with the popsicle sticks. Like, what are you looking for? This is so fucking weird. I feel violated. I just feel... It's all bad, dude. Novel, it's all bad. And I feel like you're just fucking with me. And and let, let me just say this. Because you guys know I'm a fucking honest guy. I'm what you call a grower, not a shower. Which means that for me to be, like, big, I have to have an erection. If not, it's like a scared turtle. It's all tucked in. A scared turtle. And I've been to jail, and it, and I know I'm a good size. I know it's normal. I'm an average dude. It's cool. Because when you're in jail, like at the end of the day, like if you're gonna be honest, you Peter gaze, you shower shark, you just want to see your competition, your cockatition. You want to see what's going on. So you're in the shower, do 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 do, and you're like, you put your head down, okay, okay. Some people are like, okay, player, I see. Some guys have really big wieners, and you're like, dude, how do you walk around with that shit? And like, because I'm Mexican, so the Mexicans and the whites, we have our own showers. So the blacks and the others, they call them others, they have their own showers upstairs where I, uh, you know. So I want to be nosy. And I go upstairs and I'm like, I'm pretending I'm walking by the showers, but I want to see the big old, like, what's the big fuss about this big black dick shit? I want to see what's going on. So I go and I, you know, turn my head and I go, okay, okay. Some are, some are big and some are average. And I feel bad for the average black guy to have the average dick because I feel there's a lot of pressure on a black guy to have a big dick. Like, what if you're just a black guy with the average size wiener? That sucks. Because you're so pumped up to be big. Besides the whole point, whatever. I'm just saying these girls have the popsicle sticks with my dick. And I'm like, wow, dude, this is not cool because I'm soft. It's a scared turtle. And I'm like, should I get hard to show them that this isn't, this isn't all me, ladies. This is not all me. There is more than what you see. So I'm like, should I get hard? But then if I get hard, it will be inappropriate Super inappropriate. I get a hard on with popsicle sticks on my wiener. How weird would that be? So I just said, fuck it. But the whole point is, I signed the papers and I left. They never called me. So I don't even think I had anything. I think what, what it was is it was probably, I Google shit. I think it was cum built up. And so when I peed after, it burned because your pee is going, you know, it's cleaning out the, the cum inside your, your penis. I'm not a doctor, but they didn't call me. I didn't have anything. And the thing is, like, I was stressed out. Are they going to call me? Are they going to call me? They didn't call me. I called them. Hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. They said, oh, we didn't call you. You should be good. I go, can you check anyways? And I was good. I didn't have anything. But I'm just saying, 
that you should get checked up. Everybody should get checked up. And if they do that popsicle shit with you, stop them. Stop, go stop it right there, miss. You stop it right there. Do not get violated. And I talked to one of the homies about this, even you, Novel. And you said that never happened to you. They never got popsicles and play with your wiener. That is so weird. Super weird. So I did feel violated. I just want to say, get checked up. Anyways, we'll be right back at this commercial break. This episode is brought to you by... Let me give you some dating advice. Are you looking for a special place for a special person for a special date? Well, take them to Garden Bar and Grill located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Good food, good service. Be there. I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, The views are growing and I super appreciate that because that means you're telling a friend and that means a lot to me. I'm going to start having Novel on every Friday show. He's going to talk a lot more. Right now, we kind of experimented with it and see where it went. I like where it's going for a Friday show. But on the Monday shows like today, it's going to be just mostly me, my weekend, and my personal business, etc. Um, Yeah, everybody have a great week. And I'm very serious about people getting checked on getting checked up on as far as STDs. Your health is so big. Don't be selfish. Get checked up. You're being and if you're a cheater, if you're a creeper and you're sleeping around unprotected, I mean as it is, you're being disrespectful to your girl, but it's so selfish to give her something. Or a girl, you're giving your guy something. It goes both ways. If you're gonna be a piece of shit, be a safe piece of shit. Don't be that selfish where you bring home a STD because that is not cool. You don't have to go to Planned Parenthood. You go to Kaiser. You go to any kind of hospital. Get checked up on. Google it. Do all that stuff. You're so concerned with the COVID and the vaccination. You should be concerned about STDs as well. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. I'll see you guys Friday late. See, to live is to suffer. But to survive, well... That's the fine meaning in the suffering. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear this shit. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear this shit. I've been through mad different faces, like mazes, to find my way. And now I know that happy days are not far away. If I'm strong enough, I live long enough to see my kids. Doing something more constructive with the time than bids. I know because I've been there, now I'm in there. Sit back and look at what it took for me to get there. First came the ball, the drama with my mama. She got on some fly shit, so I split and said that I'ma be that seed that doesn't need much to succeed. Strapped with mad greed, a heart that doesn't bleed. I'm ready for the world, or at least I thought I was. When I caught a bus, I was thinking about how short I was Going too fast, it wouldn't last, but yo, I couldn't tell Group homes and institutions, prepared my for jail They put me in a situation, forcing me to be a man When I was just learning to stand without a helping hand Damn, was it my fault, something I did To make a father leave his first kid at seven, doing my first bid Back on the scene at 14, with a scheme To get more green than I'd ever seen in the dream And by all means, I will be living high off the hog And I never gave a fuck about much but my dog That's the only I'd head off in my last Just another look Come on. 